and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? What do you get when you guzzle down sweets? Type 2 adult onset diabetes. Broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters. 16.0 ounces on the dial. The Commish Wiley Withers. Coley Wyman. Sandro Arevalo. This is the Boozecast. Catch up on what you missed online at boozeleague.com and on your mobile device on iHeart or iTunes. All right, let's get it started. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer. This little song. How many people listening to us right now? Are, are hurting from for, hurting for squirting, hurting for the squirting for <laughs> for the holiday that we just passed through. Yeah, and how their livers feel. I, oh man, it's uh, we we our hearts go out to you. Lord knows we've all been there. Um, I wasn't just peeing green; I was crying green too. <laughs> green <Yeah>. tears. <laughs> But today we do have, um, Sancho, we'll get to it a little bit later, but he does have Sancho's top five hangover cures. So if you need that, this is the the draft for you, as it were. Um, Coley's brought in a, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about a microbrewery down in Mexico, kind of a follow-up to Sandro's Mexico segment uh, from a few weeks ago, a few drafts ago, as it were. It's a microbrewery down in Mexico. Uh, we got some news today, so uh, it's a quick little short news segment out there. And then we're actually going to do uh, a new segment, Pub Quizzin'. I got um, I mentioned on the last draft that Guinness has a uh, pub quiz kind of set up. And it's actually, I took it out and I was playing with it a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Was, you were uh, playing on just a little bit because there wasn't much to play with? Or? Oh. I, I took, oh. <laughs> How dare you? Um, but, uh, it actually, it's a really fun thing. So I think what we're going to do today is, uh, Sancho and Coley are going head to head, um, oh, to see who yeah. can, uh, score the most. Who can pub quiz. quiz it up better. Yeah. Who can pub quizzing it up <laughs> and, uh, Boozley will give a hundred dollars to a charity of their choice, but we'll get that at the end of the show nice. to start off the show though. It is the sour hour here on the booze cast draft 82. So right. let's get on you over. Did there. Uh, you like that? Yeah. So let's get over and get our wild ale on, shall we? Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and w- w- water. The beer of the day. All right, I guess I'll go first this time because I got it right here. Nice. I got to Brewery Amagang, their Rosetta, as it were. Uh, it is a sour ale aged uh, on with cherries and natural flavor. So it's a barrel aged uh, sour with cherries. That sounds delicious. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I saw a number, like Avery um, has a number of sours uh, out right now. And some of them actually look really, really good. And But Brewery Amagang, I, I got a, I, one of my old school favorite craft beer breweries is Brewery Amagang. So I had to go back to it. The... Uh, Untapped score for this is uh, 3.84, so again, a little bit above average. It's a 5.6 ABV. Alcohol. And 9 IBUs, and that's 79,000 check-ins to get it up to 3.84. This is what Brewery Amagang would like for you to, and there there are some names in here that I'm absolutely going to just murder, so uh, I apologize in advance. 
This is what Brewery Amagang wants you to think about uh, their Rosetta beer. This time-honored Belgian tradition of aging and blending fruit beers is lovingly expressed in this lively creation. Named for legendary brewmaster Rosa Merck of Leithmans, maybe? Our Merck sister blendery in Belgium where this beer is crafted. A charming combination of Ode Bruin, a tart Flemish brown ale, and Cuvée Brut, a cheerful cherry beer. Rosetta offers elegance, depth, complexity, and an intriguing interplay of tartness and sweetness. So, I'm going to give this a... Little tipple, as it were. Mentioned that it's in a can too. I think it's important that like sours are coming out in all kinds of different vessels, not just cork and cage bottles. They're coming out in cans these days. Like technology has kind of gone away or always. You know what I mean? I didn't see uh, when I was uh, actually at Bevmo's where I picked this one up, and I didn't see any bottles, uh, bottle sours. They were all six packs and four packs. Wow, that is interesting to me, honestly. And it might be that that was just the the section. Uh, You know, this is the can sour section. I don't know. But Avery was there. Victory was uh, was in on it. Obviously, Brewery Ama Gang. Okay. Um, the brewery had one of their sours uh, in that little uh, pack as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there were there were quite a number of uh, of things. This is pretty good. Uh, it's not as tart as you would expect. Um, is it more of a kettle sour? I I don't know. If I it feel didn't like say kettle it, sours are really tart though. Usually. Are they? I think so. I think it's like the ingredients, right? But like. Well, I yeah, know. I mean, it could be. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It, how's, it's got how's kind the of cherry. A, um, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's what she said. Um, it is. Uh, it's definitely got the cherry there, but it's it's almost kind of a stale cherry taste. If that makes sense, kind of okay. a like a, it's a little bit sour, but it's not like a tart sour. It's kind of a really mellow sour. It's not bad. I'm not really a fruited beer kind of guy. I never have been. I know. I was um, one. I I thought you were gonna pick something if you could find it, but you didn't because you probably couldn't find it. What agrestic? Yep. <laughs> My favorite of all time. I know. I'm like, yeah. oh, watch Nick. I bet he's gonna pick agrestic, but I didn't know if you couldn't find it. Hey, enough. you know what? That's gonna be on tap at Tarantula Hill when we do our event on March 25th. Oh, hey, shout out. That's right. I saw. I was over there taking pictures of Otter uh, last week, and I saw. Um, he had mentioned that he had seen you, Sancho. That you had stopped by. I and know. Talked about like we 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 hugged. Oh, so basically you just came up to his nipples when you hugged. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I'm almost at his Adam's apple. Almost? Oh, I you. <laughs> Were you cute. wearing your lifts? <laughs> <laughs> just getting high, yo. Wearing your goth uh, No, goth he boots. invited me to golf, and I felt bad because I really wanted to go on this Friday, and I just couldn't get out of work. But shout out to oh. Otter. Um, someone told me something really interesting the other day about otters um, holding hands while, the, while they sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they don't float apart. apart. I know. That's so. That's so sweet. They also. Uh, yeah. I hate. I hate to be the guy, but to, to let you know, but otters, also, and this is not our otter, but <laughs> otters also will um, will will hate fuck baby seals until they drown. Oh so, yeah. yeah. So there's a little bit of both sides with the otter, as I it were. I learned that. Well, that was one of the first things I learned from Booze League was about that. Was that's about the otters doing same. that. Yeah. Yeah. And also, let's not forget, like beavers. Otters are fond of tools. Good old otter. Fond of tools. He likes anal as well, according to the Fantasy Football League. According to his name, yes. <laughs> he loves it. Otters love anal. So on All right, that who note, we, uh, Sandro, what are <laughs> you drinking? Hey, how's it going? Speaking of anal. Blue Love. Ooh. So, uh, I don't know if you guys have had Blue Love, but I've never even it heard is... Not only have I not had it, I haven't even heard of it. Oh, my God. So, OMG for both of you guys. 
We got Blue Love coming from you from the genius of Jim Crooks and everyone over at the Barrel Works Ooh, over sour in Bealton yes. for Firestone Walker Brewery. They have one help of sour program, and I'm always surprised when like people are getting into sours and they're like, "Yeah, man, I've been doing this one, trying all kinds of different ones that are in the market." And then they're like, "Oh, Firestone does sours." I was like, "Wow, like so you're really new to this then, because you know you're you're figuring this shit out." You're so new. yeah, but you know what? It's beautiful because they're in for a world of treats. You know what I mean? Like there's so many good beers, and uh, this one, Blue Love, is another one, an amazing beer coming to you from Fire uh, Firestone Walker Brewery. It's about a 6.4 percent alcohol. Nice. I caught um, it this time. You can't even fucking taste it, too. It tastes like literally like just blueberry goodness. So, I don't know, a little backstory. Matt Brindleson worked for Slow Brewing, right? That made the blueberry um, ale that was really popular like in the late 90s, early 2000s. And he swore because he hated fucking making that beer when he was working over there that mm-hmm. Firestone Walker would never make a blueberry beer. This is probably about the closest that you're going to get to Firestone Walker making a blueberry style beer. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of it's interesting that, like, you know, things like that happen. But um, this beer is amazing. We look I over here. I got real sick on that blueberry beer from, from Slow Brewing. Yeah. Like when I was in college. Uh-huh. I think I told you guys, like, I made an omelet at night. Yeah, oh, you yeah. did. I'd gone on a few dates with an English chick. It did not turn out well. And since then, I've never – it's one of the reasons why I hate fruity beers is, I tell you what, that blueberry uh, ale coming back up. No good. Mess with the egg. Mm, no. No bueno. Well, thanks for painting that. Tastes like an abortion yeah. clinic in Iceland. <laughs> so I'm sure they're better now. Uh, it's better, you know. But, uh, um, this you know. blueberry beer is far superior than any of that swill that I fucking know I drank and threw up <laughs> quite a bit of when I was younger. So, um, um, so 3.94 coming in on the old untapped rating. And uh, it's a little over uh, 1,200 ratings, almost 1,300. Um, so a quick little snippet here is starting with the selection of our little opal saison barrels that had been aging for 18 to 31 months. We then blended over 10,000 pounds of blue crop blueberries from Washington State. Wow! Wow! So yeah, there when you did go. The, did uh, this just get released or? No, this was last year. Oh okay. Yeah, That's last crazy. year. That's crazy. I've never co- heard of it even. Yeah, I'm last, usually, like, last year was kind them. of the new one. Dude, we've been getting sneaky. There's all kinds of different other little little side vibes here and there that. Um, yeah, and I haven't. I mean, I guess too. Like cool. we used to go up there a little bit, like to Bilton more. But with COVID, you know, we yep. didn't really like we didn't. Go if you guys there, probably would have gone up there for the for the invitational or been up there more, you probably yeah. would have seen it. But now, out of sight, out of mind, right? Yeah, it's kind of hard. Yeah, but yeah. now that we're members, you know, there you, oh, now we're so members. elite now. This is I amazing. liked you do a little hair flip when you said that. I did. Like, I did. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Virtual hair flip for y'all. So I have Funky Brewster by 903 Brewers. It's a sour. That's it's a great a fru- name. It's a fruited uh, Berliner Weiss. I know. And the can's like so cute. I really enjoy it. <laughs> um, there's really not much on it. It just says it's a fruited sour Berliner Weiss ale with blueberry, blackcurrant, raspberry, mango, and marshmallow. It has a 4.09 on untapped and 6.2% ABV. Alcohol. No IBUs. And this is like part of their um, slushy series. So I'm actually kind of excited. It looks kind of thick. I'm sure that's from the marshmallow. So I'm really excited to try this. Like thick with two C's? <laughs> yes. Or just regular thick? <laughs> oh my God. It tastes like a, like a fruit smoothie. Whoa. It looks super chunky. 
It looks like yeah, a Yeah, really. Look at that. It is. Whoa. Just, it's it looks like, like you got that from blenders. It, I feel like I did. I was thinking that same thing. <laughs> the carbonation, it's like like micro bubbles, you know? So it's carbonated, but it's not like fizzy fizz. Oh my God, it's so good. Mm. Oh, damn. Wow. I get Holy a lot of. You're making love to a. You guys need a, you need, you need a minute over there, Chloe? I get a lot of the raspberry. It's you, wanna tr you can turn the camera off if you need I, to. Oh my God, I just need to keep drinking. <laughs> You'll slide off the seat, man. It's like, it's I, so want, I want to be inside it and I want it to be inside me. It's so good. <laughs> This was like a good find on Tavor for me, so I'm nice. pretty excited. If anyone's into like the slushy kind of thick um, style sours, that I guess kind of like what you'd compare the 450 North to, it's kind of like this style. So um, hmm. this one's a lot easier to get a hold of, and it is quite delicious. Funky nice. Brewster. Funky yeah, Brewster. I'd see. I'd, I'd take a taste of it. I don't know if I'd go full. Full ham funky Brewster. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm well sour. on my way. I, I am tart. The sour segment just has us all just like word speechless. I know. It's just, my mouth is watering. We're all tart. So like, good. <laughs> but I mean, I guess. Everyone, no, go everyone ahead. Everyone listening at home just hears that. Just saliva. <laughs> I know. And, and me just constantly taking sips. <laughs> Uh, well, okay. I have a segment to get to, and I just want to drink beer and listen to you guys talk. Um, mine you actually can do is, that. I could make that happen. Can you? Mine is kind of a follow-up, Sandro, to your Mexico City brewing, because I know you... That's awesome. Talk. I mean, it's like a, I don't know, a roundabout way follow-up. But I found an article by Lydia Carey, and it was published on February 24th this year, 2021. And it's titled, pretty much... Um, Despite the pandemic, microbreweries opening came just at the right time. And the owner of this brewery is a female. Her name's Mariana Dominguez. And she did not let COVID stop her dream. I guess um, she opened this brewery called Cerveceria Marcaria. And it's her new gypsy brewery in Mexico City. Birthed wow. in the middle of a global pandemic and one of the deepest global recessions in decades. Uh, apparently she's been working with other breweries for a while and she said I just didn't have I would say the ovaries to open my own which I thought was really funny instead of the balls she didn't have the ovaries <laughs> yeah that's cool there you go I know she sounds really up. yeah she sounds really rad um, and she said it really represented a lot of struggle in my mind and a lot of money that I didn't have um, she still is working for a lot of other breweries, uh, brewing both for Cerveceria Nevado and Cerveceria uh, Nebuloso. I can't remember if you mentioned wow, any cool. of those. No, I, I didn't. That's really cool. Nice. So Nevada she's doing that. In Nebuloso. Yeah. Um, and she's doing that while she's still doing her own thing. She was fascinated by microbiology when she was getting her undergrad in food chemistry at UNAM, which I assume is. Wow, she sounds so smart. Right? Um, and Damn. that was eight years ago. She and a friend decided to do their own home brewing, which hey, many it's just of us a do. fun project. Yeah, just, super smart. I bet it came out amazing. Well, actually, that's the funny part. So um, they would do that, you know, like on weekends and stuff. She said they were terrible. We wanted to brew IPAs, weren't <laughs> even close to being well known in Mexico at the time. We had terrible batches, and we thought, well, at least we can like improve this. And then from there, 
she started working a string of brewing jobs, um, some that were dreamy but paid poorly, some that were decently paid but endlessly boring, and always with the added weight of being a chick in a dude's universe, is what she quoted. Yeah. So um, she was famously asked over and over if she could carry bags of malt on her own. And she's like, <laughs> We heard that from uh, Brittany. Yeah. Uh, from oh, did Inigrin. you? Now on to, to Naughty Pine. Yeah. And that was, you know, we did uh, a feature on her and a few other uh, of the craft beer brewer mm-hmm. uh, women. That was, and that comes up over and over again. Can you carry a, a bag of malt or whatever? Yeah, and she's like, why the hell would I need to do that? Like, what what does that have to do with her skills as a brewer? You know, like, carrying right. a bag, please. So, um, at one point, she skipped out of the country and just started working an unpaid internship in the UK. You know, kind of couch hopping, making it work to get her experience. Um, she still had a dream of having her own brewery, but it just seemed kind of distant and kind of impossible for her until she attended a conference for female brewers in Ecuador and met other women that were succeeding in the industry. So she was able to meet, I mean, people from Argentina, Chile. That's amazing. Isn't Are that you so me? cool? Like, that sounds like... What a journey. I, I wish I knew about stuff like that. Like, that's just... That makes me think that I live in such a small bubble. Sorry to interrupt. No, wow, go for that's it. That's amazing. That's super inspiring. No, I I'm, I'm want to hear more. Um, so she got to meet people from Argentina, uh, Chile, Ecuador, Peru, and probably 80% were the owners of their own breweries. I mean, they were small microbreweries, but they had decided like, okay, I have to be my own business partner. I have to be my own brewer, my own everything, because I don't want someone else doing it for me. And I don't want mansplaining and a lot of other things that I hadn't wow, really thought that's about. that's amazing. I know. Damn, this girl is so like my cool. hero. When Damn, we talk about like women shit. empowering women segments and stuff, yeah. I just... I don't know. It was so cool. And then it's amazing. Um, here she met gypsy brewers also at the conference. And the gypsy brewers were trading their labor in breweries they didn't own for a space to brew their own products. So it's like a gypsy. You know, don't really, they don't mm-hmm. really have too much of a home, but they do like a little bit. And yeah. they would hire themselves out to whoever had a space for the entire projection cycle, usually about five weeks. And that's how they were kind of building their brands to start. So with the pandemic came a lot of ideas. She was doing okay. In the beginning, later started kind of panicking, and then she just decided, okay, like, I have to work with this um, and go to therapy and read some books and take some courses, and then I can start my own brewery. Like, why not? What could go wrong? So um, when the world fell apart last year, she was uh, asking local breweries to collaborate and kind of doing her own thing, and she said she had to do it now or she's never going to do it in any other moment in her life. And this past December, she got together with some friends from the Moreno's Brewery and created her first collaboration under... Sorry, Cervicera uh, Marcadia, a label, a hazy pale ale called Hazy Gaga. So cute. Whoa. I know. Nice. And um, there you go. at the same time, she also released Mildred, her own recipe, and that's an all-day drinkable mild ale with a tinge of chocolate and surprisingly levity for a dark beer. Both sold beyond mm. their expectations. They're almost sold out completely in the city, she said proudly. So, um, yeah, that nice. was kind of that. So she's, she, you know, this year's kind of going to be about collaborations for her and making special beers for Mujeres Incendarias, a Mexico City workshop space supporting women-owned brands. Well, nice. That's yes. amazing, Cole. So, that, wow. What an inspiring story. Isn't that so cool? Totally like yeah, babes supporting babes, women in the industry. Like, it, you know, it just makes me think of like the Pink Boots Brewing thing and yeah. um, that's coming up. Um, well, it's, I guess it's been happening. I get to brew with uh, 14 Cannons on That's the exciting. 21st. When's that coming up? Oh, nice. The 21st, this, month? this Sunday, yeah. So yeah, they reached out to go. me, which I'm 
so grateful. I'm so excited. I've never had this opportunity before. This is also very rad for me. I'm kind of like fangirling right now, but <laughs> as I like hop onto this article, but I am so excited. Awesome. So I love reading about women in the beer industry. Oh, we can't wait to hear about your day at uh, 14 Cannons Ooh, as well. that'll be next. Yeah, be... I can talk about it next week. That'll be cool. I, am, be I think that's going to be really cool. cool. Through the roof, you guys. I think that is such a rad opportunity, and I'm so honored that they asked like me as like a local girl who loves beer to help. Yeah. Nice, Coley. There you go. Awesome. I know. I'm so excited. Booze League Radio. Very, very nice. So, what do you got? Some news for us there, Commission? I think we got I think we got some news here. A little bit of news. news Just uh news, poquito news, news. uh on the news as it were. But yeah, let's get on uh, let's go over to the news. Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze to. This is the Booze Line News. KBCE, Booze League Radio. All right, our first news story is about a um, about a brewery. Maltese Brewing Company is attempting to get their super spicy IPA recognized by the Guinness Book of World Records as the world's hottest beer. Hmm. Now, the Guinness Book of World Records contains dozens of beer-related records, which obviously they do, Um but Guinness does keep track of things like the world's oldest beer, the largest glass of beer that was ever poured, the the biggest collection of beer bottles, like <laughs> things like that. But there isn't actually any type of listing for the world's hottest beer. There you go. Roy Parrish, who is co- co-owner of the brewery in Fredericksburg, Virginia, which is uh, the Maltese uh, Brewing Company, he's trying to change that. Parrish's Maltese Brewing Company produces Single One 2.0. It's got. Uh, it's infused with 500 Carolina Reaper chili peppers. Oh Jesus! Uh, and in 2017, Guinness actually recognized the Carolina Reaper as the world's hottest pepper. Carolina so, Reaper. So they uh, they're going to the source. <laughs> I would never eat anything called that. Would you? Would you guys eat they that? Have, there, there are a lot of um, buffalo chip. wing sauces that. Are, and, and the chips, yeah. Yeah, the no, one chip. It's it. the I'm, one chip I'm challenge. Late to the game, dude. I'm, That's I'm right. Late to the, the one game chip challenge. Remember, nah, we think I've we talked about times. that. Yeah. No. I've seen it um, used in um, in buffalo wing sauces and stuff, but um, beyond that, I don't know. I I personally have tried it. But Um, according to the University of what does Sandra goes, just don't get it in your pee hole. (laughs) Freaking Sancho, just just saying. I mean, you're not wrong, right? I mean, or like (laughs) if you eat it, use gloves because if you touch your dick when you go pee, oh my god. Yes, no way. That shit ain't coming out. Ow, that's your new Uh, look. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's a look associated with it. I'm sure. (laughs) It's probably got some tears and uh, (laughs) probably very very sad. Um, Let's see where we at now. University of Mary Washington, Uh, according to the University of Mary Washington. Parrish, who who earned a physics degree there, reached out to the school to see if the physics department could help him calculate Signal 1 2.0's heat content. Since then, he teamed up with Sarah Smith, professor in the school's Department of Chemistry and Physics, and Valerie Abenke, who is currently a junior biochemistry major. And let's see, before you ask, yes, there was a Signal 1 1.0, but Parrish estimates estimates the new version is about 70% hotter than uh, version 1.0. So the team is working with the university labs to measure the concentration of capsaicin, capsaicin, I think is how you say it, 
Um, I know what it is. I just don't know how to say it. It's not <laughs> how I roll. And dihydrocapsaicin, two chemicals that give a chili pepper its heat. Then they'll determine where to put the brew on the Scoville heat scale, which is how, you know, the higher the Scoville, the, the worse it's going to be. Damn. A jalapeno spiciness can be between 2,500 to 8,000 on the Scoville scale. Guinness listed the Carolina Reaper as registered at 1.5 million Scoville. Stop, units. dude. What? Are you... I wasn't expecting that. That's, <laughs> I, I, that's a, yeah. I would stay so far away from that. I don't need to prove anything to anybody, dude. No, dude. I don't think people understand, dude. Nah. Uh-uh. Yeah. So. Nah. Nah. So you guys are you I'm guys good. be a hard no on that one, huh? You know, soft no, hard no, whatever you want to take it, it's a no, dude. <laughs> How about no? I would um. All right. I would do it if I had a tub of sour cream next to me. <laughs> to sit in. <laughs> Just to like put your tongue Just in, like to like Aw. eat the whole thing after <laughs> I did the chip. I'd have it. to like, oh my god. Just throw some toilet paper in the freezer. Yeah. I, mean, okay. I, I would just have more. to eat a whole tub of sour cream to get my tongue to stop burning. Yeah, that'd be bad. I'm well, maybe good. one of these other beers I'm getting ready to talk about will help. Boom. Electrolyte beer may be coming to a brewery near you. It's kind of a genius idea if you think about it. Super smart. I know that if I that I feel best if I drink a beer after I worked out, so I feel like I earned it, you know, earn your beer and all that. And I also <laughs> feel like my body's ready to burn it as well. But according to USA Today, a growing number of brewers in the U.S. are hopping, pun intended, on the sports drink train and are adding electrolytes into their beer. These are not high alcoholic percentages. They're usually a low alcoholic brew that are uh, selected for the addition of electrolytes. One example of a brewery doing this is Harpoon Breweries Rec League. It's based out of Massachusetts. They selected a pale ale that is 3.8% ABV alcohol and 120 calories and is made with ingredients that yield electrolytes miss pillin rivery brewery based out of milford delaware is also doing the same thing they're introducing a line of beers that they're coining the war series which are tart and fruity beers that aren't hoppy and are infused with electrolytes according to brewery president and founder eric williams they have been attracting a very different kind of beer drinker um, and a lot of this has to do with um, as hard seltzers have skyrocketed, sales of that has uh, skyrocketed as well, and people are kind of watching what they're drinking. Uh, many health-conscious consumers are looking for a new and healthier way to consume beer. That's this awesome. is one of the ways they're doing it. I mean, that's just looking ahead. Like, you know, you know you're going to get dehydrated from drinking. So yeah. That's what I'm saying. It kind of it probably way. averts that. And yeah. then kind of mix that in a little bit. Oh, on you feel your, less you know, shitty in the morning. A little bit, you know, yeah, totally. I'm always down for that. That's pretty cool. Otherwise, Very I pound nice. those liquid IVs before I go to bed. <laughs> I got to yeah. get some of that in here. Like, get I don't them from have... Costco. They're, like, amazing. I know we tried Drink Aid, and, and generally people weren't a fan of the taste, if I remember correctly. Oh, it's horrible. But this stuff, you could, I mean, it. it's like, I mean, there's a ton of different flavors. I've only had the passion fruit and the lemon lime. I like the lemon lime a little bit better. But it doesn't just, have a bunch of weird shit in it, like chemical words that you can't like that are super long or like. I don't know. It's weird. supposed to be like a max multiplier for hydration. Like one of those in a water bottle is equal to like three glasses of water. Really? Oh, hydration wise. Well, that's that's pretty good. So I usually try to pound one before bed, and when I wake up, if I'm like, Ooh, like I open my eyes and I'm like, oh fuck, it's gonna be one of those days. I try to pound one and then go back to bed. I usually yeah. wake up feeling pretty okay. 
That's that's pretty. You can right add there. that as number six on your hangover cure list coming up. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's, that. dude, it's rising up the ranks, dude. Be like number, <laughs> number two or three. Shit. Well, you haven't tried it, so you can't say it. So we'll put it as like Coley's number six on your list. Nice. Awesome. All right, so I don't know uh, if you guys have been staying up late, worried about Conor McGregor and how he's doing. Uh, <laughs> I've been waking but... up early and worrying about him. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> well, Conor McGregor has reportedly doubled his net worth what? with the sale of proper number 12 Irish whiskey that just happened recently. Oh. Um, it was announced earlier this week that Mexican beverage company Beckel, Bessel, Bessle. B E C L E, however you say it. Why am I getting all the hard words right now, dude? Like, I don't, Bessle, I don't know. know. Right? I have no idea. Either way, uh, they it's exercised not Irish. a. It is not Irish. That's why. <laughs> it's, it's not even Irish adjacent. But they exercised a call option to acquire a 51% stake in EBS, Irie Born Spirits, mm. the uh, name behind proper number 12's Irish whiskey. The sale cost 122 million Great British pounds. Jeez. About a, about 155 million uh, in Yankee dollars, Damn, and that son. pushed McGregor's net worth over 300 million dollars. So I guess he's doing okay. So y'all can yeah. can rest easy Damn. if you're worried about it. That's Maybe launched back an hour sleep this morning. Nutty. Tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> launched back in 2018, proper number 12 has become the fastest growing Irish whiskey, with uh, McGregor actively leading marketing of the spirit. It is currently unclear what Conor McGregor's relationship with proper number 12 will be or will uh, once uh, the sale is completed. So we'll Damn. see. We'll see where it goes. That's cool. Damn, but, yeah. good for him. Like, yeah, I've seen him do the I'm trying to hate on him. Yep, and that's what they do it for. They put all their, you know, or put a little investment into those kind of like liquor, mm-hmm. like company, da 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 It gets sold, and they make a lot of money. Good for them, man. So you know you're Ryan Reynolds. Bum, bum. Oh. Oh, though Ryan Reynolds is like way more of a humanitarian about it, though. I love him oh, so totally, much. Oh, totally, totally. But it's just, it's funny, you know, like Aviation Gin, like I love all of his Aviation Well, you guys stuff. heard about the Travis Scott seltzer that just launched on Monday, right? No. no. Holy shit. Okay, so it's uh, distributed by my, by, P- by PBC, Budweiser. So it's a Budweiser affiliate seltzer made by Travis Scott. And it only has nine cans. It's the same price as an expensive 12-pack, but it's only nine cans of 12 ounces. And literally across the whole Ventura, like especially like Oxnard Hood places and stuff, they <laughs> sold out of liquor stores They like t- like that morning. People were waiting 7 in the morning to buy that shit just because it had Travis Scott's name on it. And so, yeah, it's just kind of along those same lines, marketing. I, I have a, I have That's a question. so weird. You don't know Who's who Travis, Travis Scott? Scott? <laughs> no so Travis he's Scott not is. a country artist. Because that's Clearly. what I thought. He's a hip hop mogul, basically. Oh. My kids love him. I he saw him in Travis... Vegas. Okay, there you go. He, he did a Travis a Scott club. patty up for McDonald's. He did a collab with McDonald's, and basically it was a quarter I pounder. I remember seeing something about that. A quarter pounder with bacon and extra pickles, and they sold like literally it like rejuvenated the company. Huh. Like it was insane how much fucking burgers. We went to one, and they said they were sold out. That's crazy. So they're just out of bacon and pickles? I mean, what the fuck does that mean? Exactly, right? (laughs) They can't run out of, I mean, unless they run out of hamburgers and they run out of quarter pounders, but. Yeah, I guess they were none. So, I mean, that's I'm sorry, we only have filet of fish. Yeah, I was. show, like, with what you were doing, dude, like, you know. It it is pretty crazy. And he, you know, he is popular, though, like Sandra said. Like, I saw him 
in 2018 at one of the clubs encore or something in vegas and we we got there you know like i don't know 11 8 11 p.m i mean he didn't go on until like three in the morning we fucking waited till three in the morning God damn. and that fool played a 20 minute set and i waited for fucking four hours in heels that were so uncomfortable and fool played for 20 minutes you had wow. hookers and blow to get to. I man. guess so. Shit, I had blisters and band-aids to get <laughs> he to. He might not have even been in Vegas. He might have been like in like New York or something. And I saw him in. on... Oh, okay. I'm like, I, like he was there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's like, oh, it's like 2 a.m. Yeah, I'll go do- Oh, I got a set? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll go do it. Yeah, Whatever. and then he probably went Maybe to some minutes. cool after party or something. And I was like, right. time to take my shoes off and go home <laughs> and go to... Put my curlers in and go to bed. Uh, it's too. <laughs> it was too late for me. It's time to go pro with your bad habit. Booze League Radio. Nice. All right. So you guys need some hangover tips from drinking too much. I almost spilled my delicious beer. Diabetes. Diabetes. That's what that beer makes me think. Oh of. my god, you guys! It's fucking it incredible. Like it's it is. It's it's their slushy series. Yeah. It's fucking delicious, you guys. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna be hungover okay, from this. Right. So tell me what I need to do. No, yeah, help, mean, help, I, help everybody out, Dro. There's there's a few things going on here, um, and I've thought about this a lot. You know what I mean? We've all been in the position where we've drank in a lot, <laughs> and we wake up feeling like shit the next day. You know, and um, here's a few things. Like I could, you know, I actually towards the end of this, I am gonna go through a few obscure kind of things that I looked up that were kind of funny that I found. But literally, I'm just gonna talk to you like from from the heart here like give you a few pointers a few things obviously the number one thing to avoid a hangover is to not drink oh Fair. seriously like I mean, we've all been there before you know what i mean like don't fucking drink or like if you are drinking don't start drinking shots <laughs> oh that's I mean? the like, worst you know like or you drink water, you know what I mean? Like last night, actually, it was kind of uh, the same thing. I was having dinner with a friend. Um, a beer turned into shots. And I, I literally, I knew I had to wake up super early in the morning. So I started like pounding every shot that I took, which is only a few. But I drank a pint glass of water for each one. You know what I mean? I was pissing like a fucking banshee or whatever. Dude, but like, <laughs> a racehorse, a banshee. No, seriously. But but this is crucial information. You know what I mean? I knew what I was getting myself into. I knew that I had to wake up at 6 in the morning and go to work. And I did. And it was fine. Luckily, because I drank a fucking shitload of water while I was drinking. And I wasn't already hammered. And I ate a good meal, too. You got to eat. Like, honestly, like, these are just basic things here, like, how to like avoid a hangover really is really kind of what you want to start thinking about. Um, but they happen, man. Obviously they happen. And uh, I mean, honestly, the, one of the, the biggest one I think would be uh, the IVs, the IV. If you have a gnarly hangover and we've done this here on the show, uh, I, I forget what draft it was, but I mean, we had, I had a hangover that day and I mean, it was later in the day, but when I got hooked up to the IV, I felt amazing. And yeah, I, there are certain times where I wish I fucking could have like afford it because it's about 150 bucks or at least it was. Yeah, 150 or um, 200. Or, yeah, or it's not even available to you. Maybe you're just so secluded somewhere. You're like, no, there's no way that this is going to happen for me. But if you can and you need to like get straight, like, dude, do yourself a favor. Call them up. Call the mobile medics. They'll come and get you. What was it? Nurse Amy? Nurse, Nurse Amy. Amy. Nurse yeah. Amy will come and hook you up to the IV. 
you get there's like a package there's different packages and shit that you can get like i'm not even joking with you and i know this is like an international thing it's all across the country um don't don't fuck around like this is the way to do it honestly if you really some really hangovers are worth 150 bucks i feel like if you're on Sometimes vacation you just need to get shit done yeah, no. you're paying to be there. Mm-hmm. I've had hangovers that like I've wasted my whole time just like trying to get right, you know, and that's horrible. Where I literally could have just paid 150 bucks, ate it, and been right in like 20 minutes well, and been fine. And what's in there is a bunch of B vitamins. So yeah, you're if, feeling good, if dude. you can take, I would recommend if you could take B vitamins before you go to bed, and yeah. then if you can stomach it in the morning, take another one that at least can help because you're still putting B in you. It's clearly you still have to, uh, you know absorb the vitamin it's not going directly into your bloodstream yeah. but it's something it it is it's something and and it just goes back to also to being hydrated mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if you can realize how important that is to drink water while you're fucking drinking i know it sounds like you're an old person and you know it doesn't happen all the time especially if you're out and about like pre-covid if you're in a bar you're cruising around. You're not like, oh, yeah, let me get that in a water. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're sitting there drinking all of these waters in, in the bathroom the whole time. You know, that's like a luxury that you have at home to be able to drink water and, like, stay hydrated. So if you are out and about, dude, and you get fucking wake up and you're super hungover, I mean, damn, dude, there's there's a couple things that you could do. Like, hopefully, if you're if you're the kind of guy or kind of person, kind of drinker, that um that just gets like a headache you know and obviously you need to get yourself some shades and you need to get yourself some fucking pedialyte like we were talking earlier with those beers you need to get yourself some kind of like hydration that can go into you you know what i mean like obviously that's going to be good you know the, the list goes on and on about different foods and stuff that you can eat but um for me i'm Dude, I'm I'm a puker. I can't eat. If I'm really hungover, <laughs> there I can't even hold down water. I am like, too. And that's where it gets gnarly like where there's no matter how many breakfasts or how many drinks or whatever, like my stomach just isn't going to hold it down. And that's where you put yourself in a kind of fucked up position because you're basically just holding on to the point where your body can like metabolize water or something. And you know, that first piss is like, Oh my God, I'm finally, my body fucking like accepted this (laughs) and I'm okay. And I can move on with my life. You know what I mean? Oh no, I, I've been there. I'm a puker yeah, too. No, I've I've definitely been there too. It's 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 a hard place to be. Um. So yeah, <laughs> I think that that going into this is definitely was like you know what to do to avoid being hungover. We've all been there a million times. Um. I don't know. I mean, shit. It just it happens. It it happens to the best of us. Alcohol is another way to Alcohol. avoid hangover. You know what I mean? Like you literally when you wake up, you're making a decision. If you, I used to wake up. <laughs> And when I when I'd be on a good one, I'd still wake up drunk. And you know what? A handful of people out there probably are the same way. They wake up, they don't feel bad. They're still like, "Whoa!" After all that drinking, I feel pretty good for waking up. And you're like, "Yeah," because you're still fucking drunk. Yeah, the worst is yet and to And like come. in a, in a couple hours, when you sober up, you're gonna feel like shit. So you got to make a decision. Are you gonna face that? Are you gonna face the music, <laughs> or do you crack a beer, or do you get yourself a Bloody Mary? Or a fucking Michi. tequila sunrise, a michelada, a fucking screwdriver, whatever it is. Maybe one of all, just line them up and let me fucking go through them. <laughs> because it's a lot easier to deal with that than it is to fucking deal with me throwing up all morning. So, I mean, that's where it really comes into play. Like, you make a decision, man. But how many days can you do that? Eventually, like, this is what it all ties into, like, what happened to me in Dallas. Is that it was a whole week of that happening. And it culminated on a Sunday 
where I had to go get on a, in a taxi to get on a plane. And I was throwing up all morning. I knew that if I got in this taxi and threw up with this COVID thing, the dude had like a bubble around him. If I got in there and threw up, he would fucking freak out. And I knew he would. So what I did is that I didn't drink anything because I didn't want anything in my stomach to throw up. But in doing so, I dehydrated myself while I was on my way to the airport and literally almost killed me. And like that's basically what happened is it's just me trying to fucking make it to the airport. And so when I first started drinking after that point, alcohol it made me feel a lot better man like, so it's, it's really weird dude you're like in this predicament where you're like i gotta make a decision you know what i mean and from there i um i did you know i i tapered off i tried to like get back to normal i don't know it's all pretty serious but um but like i said i, I looked up a couple different things that i thought were pretty funny <laughs> these guys are saying for like obscure hangovers uh obscure hangover cures so what would you say about a 7-Eleven Slurpee and a chicken taquito? Oh. That's the sugar alone in a Slurpee just makes me want to gag, not even hungover. Diabetes. Yes. I know. Someone put that out there. Someone that that helps somebody. I know? can't I any type of food cuz I know the taquitos are on the roller like the hot dogs are at 7-Eleven. Yeah. There's just no I ain't in. No. I am 100. No. They're rolling. They're rolling right now, as we speak. <laughs> they are somewhere, They're, and they. Who knows? Maybe they've been there for two days, three, a week, a month. Who knows? No one knows, and no one's gonna say. <laughs> no. <laughs> what about sardines on toast? Oh, oh Lord, no! I'm out. I am so out of that. Like, isn't that just so obscure? Like, you would be like, hey, mate, I got something for you that'll make you right. Some sardines on <laughs> toast, right? <laughs> like, come on, dude. Like, are you serious right now? That's like, you know, they still have sardines where, like, you open up the yeah. can and they're all just there in a row yeah. and, like, oh. No. 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 Hell okay. No. A cocktail of Alka-Seltzer, Lemon Lime, Emergency, and Lemon LaCroix. That's kind of new. That's that might work. I've heard all the bubbles and stuff. A little. It does. It has actually. Like I was in Santa Barbara. Um, this is when I was really young, and we fucking drank all night. Went to breakfast the next morning, and my friend Gus was like, "Dude, you look like shit." I was like, "I feel like shit," and he's like, "Dude, you got to get an Alka Seltzer." And we were right. We we're at Brophy's on the Santa Barbara Harbor, mm -hmm. and there's like a little liquor store right around the corner. And I ran in there and grabbed some Alka Seltzers and drank them. And dude, I was like, "Oh my god, are you like a magician?" <laughs> like, you really do help. I was like, "I feel amazing," but it doesn't do it every time. It don't guarantee that you're like, because I'll be like, "Oh, that's no, a I'll, lot of fizzy." I'm like, "I'll be fine," and then I like do it, and I'm not yeah. fine. So it it's all like you know, hearsay and conjecture. Pedialyte with saltine crackers. This you know? is, you know, that, what do you guys think? That, well, to me, that's the most palatable thing. I mean, saltines, mm -hmm. when you don't when you don't feel good, when you feel like shit, regardless of you're sick or you're hungover, they're pretty bland. Yeah. The salt um, is an mm -hmm. electrolyte that, yep. a little bit, so that'll help you retain some yep. water. And it's easy on gives your, a little bit of a yeah, base. Yeah, it's easy and, on your stomach, yeah. gives you a yeah. base. Yeah, I that's my that's my hundo <laughs> cure right there, dude. Saltine crackers and Pedialyte, like water. The the water in the Pedialyte is going to go down first. I'm going to make sure I'm okay. And then once I love the feeling of being hungry when you're hungover. And when you get through like the worst of it and just all of a sudden you're like, "Ooh, I'm hungry." You're like, "Yes, dude, I'm getting out of it. I'm done. Like this is happening, you know what I mean? Like I'm out of here." So yeah, that that always excites me and then I, I go fucking cracker crazy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> You're so or funny. Um, or chicken noodle soup, dude. Chicken noodle soup and coke is a different oh. one. 
Send nudes. You know, yeah. Soup. I can do a little broth. A little broth sounds good. I to do pozole. When, I, when I'm hungover. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Pozole Wiley knows about that. Pozole yeah. cures our hangovers. I mean, I don't, I think Pozole's the mimosas life. have a little bit to do with it as well, but the combination, when I'm hungover, all mm-hmm. I want is pozole or yeah. a bean and cheese burrito. And that's, and pozole is good because it's like a little heavy yeah. as well and it kind of sticks to your stomach a little bit. And they, oh, man. That's, yeah. a, that's good stuff right there. Yeah, I, honestly, I want to leave it on that because I think that is the cure. There's another one up here, like a banana and water, but before you go to bed. So this is like a pre, okay. like, you know, a, gla- a pint glass of water and a banana. <laughs> you're just going to have some potassium. <laughs> you're going to have some yeah. water. You're, that's all going to sit inside of you while you're just fucking. <laughs> so. I like I like the, obs- so there you go. the obscure ones. Those are. Yeah, interesting. They're pretty interesting. Yeah, I just, yeah. It, somebody tried that, and someone's like, "Oh, you know what? That it, there was a point really where hit. someone looked at, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> that taquito hit hard. <laughs> like it's, they're like, dude, what? Ha- I, well, I went to the Seven Eleven. I got a taquito and a, and a Slurpee, a blue Slurpee, and I feel a lot better. And now suddenly, <laughs> that's become the oral tradition that's passed down of how to cure a hangover there in I don't know West Memphis or something. Who knows, the hell dude? Guys. Fucking West LA. You never know, dude. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that's just crazy. So, yeah, definitely. So a little bit of, of, of wisdom from Sancho, and then a little bit of uh, uh, internet wisdom there for you guys, too. Good shit is what that I is. I love it. I'm hoping to wake up not hungover. If I do, I'm going to reach for my pickle juice, because there's no pozole on, during the week, and when holidays are during the week, it's rough for me, so... Got to grab that pickle. A little pickle juice, a little <laughs> well, bit. It's me again. <laughs> you got to juice that pickle. <laughs> oh, man. The Commish. Coley Wyman. Sandro Alevalo. The Booze Cast. So here we are. Um, we're now on to pub quizzing. So here we go. I've got a die here. Okay. A little a dice, okay. as it okay. were. A single, a single dice. A die. Um, there are five categories of questions. And I'm going to roll before each one. We're going to go back and forth between you two. And okay. whenever it comes up, I read the category on the card that corresponds to that number. Okay. So the categories that, uh, that are on here, they're the same on every one of these cards. If I roll a one, it's something that starts with a G, you know, like Guinness, right? Okay. okay. Two is called Games People Play. Three is Since 1759. Four is Anything Flows. And five is Pubular Culture. Wow. So I'll read it off. And here's, here's the way we're going to do this. So I'm going to read it off, and you got five seconds to answer it. And if you don't, the next the, pro, the other person can take a chance okay. and, and, and spit out an answer and steal that That's card. That's fair. Like so we'll it. play to 10, and whoever gets there first wins $100 for the charity of their choice. Um, what charities did you guys pick? Uh, I picked the Les Garden Foundation. That's for pancreatic cancer research. It's one that's very near and oh, dear yes. to my heart. So... That's the one I chose. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. I'm going to go with the Boys and Girls Club of Oxnard because they just really help out those parents and those kids. My kids went there when they were younger. A lot of my friends' parents or friends' kids went there, and it's a God blessing so to the community. So, yeah, I wanna, I'm going to donate it to them if I win. Right that's on. Excellent. All right. Well, you guys ready to get started? Yes. Somebody uh, here. I'm going to roll this real quick. All right. You guys pick a number between one and five. Three. Four. 
three. Well, I rolled a three, so Coley, you are up first. Oh, the luck of the Irish. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. You don't get that if you're fluted. Oh. <laughs> or a maggot. Or yeah, don't, don't you have guys, the maggot. I'm gas, all right? <laughs> I'm going to be throwing some squares. <laughs> I'm getting scoops. <laughs> throwing squares. Shapes. <laughs> throwing shapes. Oh, it shapes. Are you throwing shapes? <laughs> he shapes. said, yeah, he said in that, in that, when he says, uh, I wish you guys could see me right now because I'm throwing shape. He literally, he was like, doing that, like, you know. <laughs> and it looks like you're, you're throwing sure. shapes, dude. It's really fucking funny. So. Throwing shapes. All right, Coley, you're hey. up. Let's see what we got oh. here. It's a two. Games people play. Okay. What are the color of football goalposts? Yellow. There's one for Coley. That nice. was an easy one. They're not all that easy, by the way. Oh, sure. Nice. Uh, so four for Sancho. Sancho, anything flows is the category. What plant is known to soothe sunburn? That's aloe vera. That would be aloe vera. Correct, sir. Nice. Look at this. All right, so far you guys are off to a good start. <laughs> You're going to have to put $200. We're going to tie. I know, right? We're going to tie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that one was a uh, was a six, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, re-roll that. Oh, you know what? I got a ding and a buzzer, don't I? Ding and a buzzer. There we go. <laughs> that sounds like a... There we go. Ding and a buzzer. Ding and a buzzer. That's a hangover cure, Ding and a buzzer. It just sounds like it. Ding and a buzzer. All right, uh, I rolled a five. It's popular okay. culture. Sancho. No, it's me, right? Wait, it's or me. is it Coley? No, it's Coley. Yeah. In order, earliest to latest, name when these were invented. Instant coffee, cornflakes, pop-up toaster. Oh. What were they? Instant coffee. Instant coffee, cornflakes, and pop-up right, toaster. I'm going to go with instant coffee. <laughs> nope. Sorry. <laughs> Sancho, you got something? I'm going to go uh, pop-up toaster, instant coffee. Nope. Oh, uh, the correct flakes. is cornflakes, instant coffee, and then pop-up toaster. I was gonna do the pop. Oh, I was gonna wow. do the toaster last. Damn. I just couldn't figure out if cornflakes came first because I know Kellogg's has been around a long Corn time. Cornflakes been around a. Lot. I know. They've been around a long time. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Over to Sancho. Uh, it's a one. Something that starts with G. Name this type of movement that starts without a clear leader. A type of movement that starts, and think of like a movement, yeah, that starts without a clear leader. Uh, genocide. <laughs> Holy um, God. a gang. The answer is grassroots. Oh, oh shit, man! Grassroots You'd think movement. with everything yeah. going yeah, on, we'd know that off. too. So far, we're we're tied at <laughs> one. So you guys are just tearing yeah. it up. Maybe we'll only yeah, get we are. five. We're good. All right, Coley, okay. you're up. Uh, it is a five. That is popular okay. culture. What popular game requires a steady hand and gets its name from the Swahili word meaning to build? Jenga. Nice. There you go. Nice Thank one, you. Coley. All right. Sancho, it's a four. This is anything uh -huh. flows. Pez was originally created to keep people from doing what? Smoking, belching, or passing gas? Smoking. That oh, is correct. Oh, good job. One more for Sancho. Back to Coley. It's a three. Since 1759 category. Who becomes Prime Minister of Britain in 1940? Uh, Winston Churchill. 
That would wow. be correct. You nice guys are tearing it up. Go. Damn. All right, it's a five over to you, Sancho. It's popular culture. What game starts with a question, person, place, or thing? What, what game starts with a question, person, place, or thing? Mm-hmm. Who, um... God, what's it's the game with the pop-up things? Who who is it or who's there? Cole, you got uh, it. Jeopardy. Twenty questions oh. is the answer. Twenty questions. Twenty <laughs> questions. Oh, yeah, no. All right, back over to Coley. It is a six. We're gonna re-roll that, and it is a three. Since 1759 category, the armistice to end World War One is signed in what year? Oh crap! What year did World War One end? What's the category Nin- called again? Since since 1759. 1936. <laughs> Sancho, you got it. Uh, 1760. No, I'm kidding. Oh my god! I was just 1918. Saying. 1918. Damn it. I was only 18 years off. Uh, let's check in, Coley. Right now, you're up uh, one, two, and three. Sancho, you got two. All right. Okay. All right, Sancho, over to you, buddy. Let's do it. It is a five. Popular culture. Mm-hmm. In Monopoly, which costs more, St. Charles Place or Marvin Gardens? St. Charles Place. Sorry, Cole. Since I it's, would uh, not since expect that to go to me. Answer, gonna... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's That's an either terrible. or, you know, yeah, like a true yeah, or false or whatever. Dang it. All right, Coley. It's a five. Back to popular culture category. Which Russian composer wrote the symphonies Swan Lake, Sleeping Beauty, and Tchaikovsky. the Nutcracker? Dang, I love, I love trivia and Jeopardy. Wouldn't have known that <laughs> at all. That's amazing. I'm glad Thank you, you did. All right, Sancho, five, popular culture once again. If you are lactose intolerant, what type of food do you have trouble digesting? Dairy. That is correct. Back over to Coley. And it's a five. Popular culture. What sticky breakfast liquid was called sweet water by North American Indians? Um, <clears throat> sticky breakfast liquid. I'm going to go with maple syrup. You would be correct. You would be correct. That's me. Wow. Yep. I was thinking that it would be like a drink. I'm not going to lie. Almost like an horchata. But then I decided <laughs> I, against I that. that as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go one more um, here. Let's see if Sancho can get uh, get this one. This is a two. Games people play is the category. Mm-hmm. How long did it take Erno Rubik to solve a Rubik's Cube? <gasps> mm, 24 hours. Nope. Coley, do you have it? Uh, 30 minutes. One month oh. took Holy him one month shit. to solve the thing that he invented. That's what he invented so, it. So I'm like, he had to maybe do it quickly, but he, he had a code, maybe he'd be right? good yeah, at you it. Think. But apparently not. So Coley, you're up to five points. We are giving a hundred dollars. Hey, thank Coley. you so much. Congratulations! Congratulations. That. That's so awesome. Thank you, Boozley. Pancreatic cancer research. Thank that's you. Super cool. Thank you. There you go. That's and we're going to get $50 to a Boys and Girls Club. Oh, that's awesome, too. Very nice. We're going to take care of it. We're going to take care of everyone that we can. There we go.
So we have uh, reached the end of Draft 82. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Go follow uh, Coley on Instagram at underscore, wait, at ice underscore, Cole underscore, beer underscore, or dro underscore 805 on the grams as well. Follow us at Booze League on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com forward slash Booze League. Subscribe. If you're listening to us on one of your uh, favorite podcast apps, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Uh, leave a rating or review. It helps the algorithms and helps other people find us, which means we all have a lot more fun. You can also text us. We have our text line going, 805-892-6116. Send some love. Just don't send any dick pics. If you could, that's all we ask here. Or or just mark it for Sancho. We'll make sure he gets it. That'll be If it is, it's got to be really big. So, I mean, you know, (laughs) just like scientifically, you know. (laughs) These nuts! Something like Gronk size, right? (laughs) So we'll be back on Draft 83. We are planning on having on um, my good friend Carolyn, who is a trainer. Uh, Dry January has ended. We're starting to roll around towards the summer months. So how can you stay in shape while still getting your buzz on? We're going to find out a little bit about that. I'm in for that. I need that. It's for the people. You know, we need uh, need to let people know. Crunchies and munchies. I'm going to do one for people that smoke weed. (laughs) You're so funny. Right over there. There's some people smoking. All right, guys. uh, We will see you back on Draft 83. Um, Hope you all enjoyed your St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patty's. Woo! I guess I'm now too legit to quit. I'm coming out the jacket because we're turning up the heat. I want to see you clapping when you get up out your seat. It's time to make it happen when we hit these streets. I'm coming tonight.